1: Welcome back to Live Mike. I am Lee Lonsberry. Today is Veterans Day, a day which started way back in 1918, November 11th, 1918 specifically, commemorating the uh, cessation of fighting between allied nations and Germany. That cessation took effect on the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month. And it's for that reason that November 11th, 1918, is generally regarded as the end of the war to end all wars. Now, history taught us that that wasn't exactly the case. There have been a good deal uh, of additional wars since then, but it was at that moment that we began to... Uh, in earnest, recognize and honor those who would wear the uniform of our nation and put themselves in harm's way, run towards danger as opposed to away from it. Why? Well, to protect our freedoms and to protect the system and this great experiment that we enjoy here in the United States. There are many nations across this planet That are similar to ours. There are democracies here and there. Freedom certainly exists elsewhere, but there is no nation like the United States. This is singular and special. And protecting it is important. Protecting it is something that at times requires those willing to lay down their lives. And so on this Veterans Day, we honor exactly those individuals, those who have been willing to put on the uniform, knowing that by so doing, that they put their life on the line. They know that by so doing, their training will, as I phrased it earlier, teach them to run towards the danger and not away from it. In 1926, on June 4th, the Congress of the United States officially recognized the end of World War I. Officially. A resolution uh, read before Congress stated that whereas the 11th of November 1918 marked the cessation of the most destructive, sanguinary and far reaching war in human annals and the resumption by the people of the United States of peaceful relations with other nations, which we hope may never again be severed. And whereas it is fitting That the recurring anniversary of this date should be commemorated with thanksgiving and prayer and exercises designed to perpetuate peace through goodwill and mutual understanding between nations. And lastly, whereas the legislatures of 27 of our states have already declared November 11th to be a legal holiday, therefore be it resolved by the Senate the House of Representatives concurring that the President of the United States is requested to issue a proclamation calling upon the officials to display the flag of the United States on all government buildings on November 11th and inviting the people of the United States to observe the day in schools and churches or other suitable places with appropriate ceremonies of friendly relations with all other peoples. Well, in 2020... COVID-19 has made those ceremonies and friendly relations with all other peoples a little difficult. The the observances in schools and churches, a little difficult. Other suitable places, a little difficult. But we can't let the irregularity of this year distract us from the need to, to honor and thank and praise those who have served on our behalf. And so as you go about this day, I w- would beg and implore you that you, you call Grandpa. Call your aunt or uncle who served for a time. Call your uh, son or daughter or that friend of yours or that former coworker. Maybe you haven't spoken to them in a long time. This is a fine occasion to do so. Maybe the best occasion to do so. You know, you track them down on social media. You pick up the phone, give them a phone call. A text will do, but call them, right? They want to hear your voice. Tell them how grateful you are. One of my great regrets. I've shared this a few times here on these airwaves. uh, When speaking with Congressman Chris Stewart, he, uh, an airman, a veteran himself, I've told him, as we have spoken about military matters here on this program, that one of my great regrets is that uh, I I have never served in the military. Every year I tell myself, oh, yeah, I'll, uh, I, I should do that. I'd really like to. And now, as it is, it's probably I'm too old to do that, and I will uh, forever look back and say, ah, oh, shoot, Lee, you missed that opportunity. Because I envy... I envy the responsibility borne by those who did what I was unable to do, or unwilling, or fearful of. And so today, I will, after the program, be on the phone with my dad, who spent four years in the Army. I'll be on the phone with my baby sister, who has now spent nearly a decade in the United States Army. A drill sergeant for a time. Now she's learning how to jump out of airplanes. I'll call my brother-in-law, who for a number of years, a member of the United States Army, spent a little bit of time in Iraq, spent some time in Afghanistan, spent some time in Syria. Now he spends his time as an officer for the Nashville Police Department. Taking care of my beautiful baby sister and my two nephews, third on the way. I'll call my grandpa. Yeah, I'll call my grandpa. He uh, retired after a long career in the Air Force. He worked on the SR-71. You know that one? There's an example of it at the museum just next to Hill Air Force Base. He spent time in Vietnam. I'll thank him for his service. I'll call my other brother-in-law, who was a naval officer for a time, jumped out of airplanes uh, for a time himself, and served us overseas. It's been some time since I've spoken to some of these folks. I've dropped the ball. I haven't stayed as close as I should. And on this occasion, Veterans Day, I will pick up the phone and I'll make right uh, what I have uh, let slip for some time now. And I invite you to do the same. I'll extend this additional invitation to you. I need your help. Here's what I want to do. I have a radio program. The the, boss is here at KSL News Radio. They gave me two and a half hours of airtime each day to to fill and do with what I will. And today, what I want to do for the next half hour is I want to dedicate all of that airtime to veterans. But I need your help in so doing. I want you to pick up the phone. Do it right now. The number is 801-575-8255. 801-KSL-TALK is the number. Pick up the phone, get on hold, you'll speak to Producer Amy for a moment, and I want to hear from you. I want you to share with the audience, everyone listening, I want you to talk about the veteran in your life and give thanks to them. Share with the audience why you are giving thanks, why you understand this day to be so special, and what the gratitude you are feeling today uh, means. Call in and thank a veteran. If you can't call, send a text. Five seven five zero zero. That's the Utah Community Credit Union text line. The texts are already stacking up. My uh, my plea of earlier was text in the name of some veteran you'd like thanked. I'll read those texts verbatim on the line. Because this Veterans Day is unlike any other in the past. Covid has Covid has messed things up a little bit. There isn't much shaking hands or hugging going on. Uh, in diners around town. The thank you for your service will have to come over the airwaves or via technology. Let's take advantage of the radio here next. 801-575-8255. 801-KSL-TALK. Your call's next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. Welcome back to Live Mike. I am Lee Lonsberry. We are entering into the third hour and final hour of today's episode. And for the next half hour until 2.30... You and I uh, are going to have an opportunity to thank veterans. What I have done is I've set aside the, the next two segments. To your calls, the number is 801-575-8255. 801-KSL-TALK is the number. Today, in particular, this Veterans Day 2020 is unlike uh, any before. With this COVID-19 virus all around us still limiting our ability to gather and to move around freely as we look to uh, you know, stem the spread of this deal, many of the the parades and festivities and events that are organized to honor veterans... Uh, have been placed on hold until next year. And so how do we overcome that? How do we make sure that veterans are honored and that they know and that they hear from you as you express your thanks? Now, I don't know the grand answer to that, but I know uh, that for at me, at least my uh, little part, the the little slice of uh, this world on which I live, uh, I can provide uh, some time here on the radio. And so the invitation is to you. Call in 575-8255-801-KSL-TALK, uh, and you will have the opportunity to thank the veteran in your life or veterans in general, but express uh, thanks for those willing to put on the uniform and run towards danger, not away from it. Let's go to the phones now. Tony calling from Roy. Tony, how are you? Doing well. Doing well. Uh, sh- share with me your thanks.
2: So this, this morning is kind of a perfect opportunity. I went to Harmons and Roy, and there was a man checking us out. Uh, the lady in front of me got up there, and she she looks at him and says, "Is your name really defeat?" And he <laughs> he looks and says, "Yes, it legally is. My name is legally defeat." And he says I was in Iraq and I got blown up. And I said I lost everybody in my in my group except for me. I died twice, but since I survived, my son and I decided to, to go and legally change my name to Defeat. And it just blew us away, blew me completely away. And she didn't know what to say. And I got up there and I and I said I pulled out a ten dollar bill and said, here. Uh, since today's Veterans Day, I want you to go to lunch. she looks at me, and goes, Today's Veterans Day? I completely forgot. I didn't even know. <laughs> and he says. In fact, the guy in the deli is also better. I'm going to go split it with him. Me and him are going to go out to lunch today. And the guy was the happiest, the funniest checkout I've ever dealt with. And I thought, that is one amazing man. No wonder why his name is Defeat and, and everything he was able to go through. So I just want to say thank you to him, and still kind of mind blowing that 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 all went on to him.
1: Yeah, uh, Tony, thank you so much for that uh, for that story. Uh, outstanding. Congratulations to you, defeat. Thank you for your service. Uh, moving on now, Gary from Taylorsville. Gary, welcome to the program.
3: Thank you, Lee. Hey, I just want to thank. After serving 22 years in the Air Force myself, I've learned a great deal about the sacrifices that some of my comrades in arms have have made and to to those that I want to thank and to their families who have lost brothers and sisters, fathers and mothers who have given all and those who have been injured that have suffered so much in the service of this country. It's to them that I want to give my thanks today.
1: Uh, Gary, thank you so much for for your service and for calling in. Tell me a little bit about uh, your career. Where did your 22 years take you?
3: Uh, twice a hill, England, Italy, um, New Mexico at Canon, Guam, Japan. So yeah, it took me all over the world.
1: In which years were you stationed uh, on Guam?
3: I was stationed on Guam from, oh gosh, now you would ask. <laughs>
1: 94
3: sorry. and 95.
1: Okay. Uh, A few years before that, my grandfather was stationed on Guam. Uh, My mother graduated from high school. I have yet to do this, but one of my dreams is to uh, put together the money and find the the, the right circumstances where I can go back with my mom and my grandpa uh, to Guam and see uh, finally firsthand the the places that they have described so fondly uh, over the years.
3: Oh, Guam is a wonderful island, a wonderful territory of the United States with wonderful people. Uh, You'll
1: love it. Outstanding. Uh, Gary, thank you so much for your call. And again, thank you for your 22 years of service. Uh, Next up, Jamie calling from Woods Cross. Jamie, how are you? I'm fine. How are you today? Uh, I'm all right. Tell me what's on your mind here today. Who are you thinking?
4: So I got got four people in mind. I got a daughter who, last I heard from, was in Guam. She's stationed on a submarine, and she's out in the Pacific somewhere. Uh, I got uh, another daughter and a son-in-law who's down in San Diego working at the VA. They're in the Navy as well. And the 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 other one that kind of caught me this morning was I was traveling to work around eight thirty this morning, on I two fifteen, and there's a gentleman standing, on a bridge, um, the middle of the bridge, up above traffic, and he was dressed in green camo, and he had an American flag with him, and for everyone that uh, blinked their lights or honked their horn, he was uh, he was giving a salute to, and and you just don't you don't see that on an everyday basis, and it just kind of. It, it hit me, it hit me in the heart a little bit. Just knowing that you know today is Veterans Day, but we gotta we gotta thank them more than just one day a year. But uh, you know, kudos to him for for standing up there, and and uh, you know, I'm sure he's doing that out of an honor to say that he was served in the military and he's a veteran.
1: Outstanding. Uh, listen, Jamie, thank you so much uh, for your call. Uh, let me again throw out the the number. What we're doing here is I have for the uh, for the rest of this segment and the next, it's going to be your opportunity, unfiltered, to share uh, your thanks to a veteran, either in your life, someone you know, uh, or just generally. The number is 801-575-8255. 801 KSL Talk is the number. We'll squeeze in a few more calls here, uh, and then we'll take a break. Also, the text line is wide open. I have a number of texts I'll share with you coming back from the break. The number there five, seven, five, zero, zero. Uh, next up on the line, Shannon calling from Riverton. Shannon, how are you
5: doing? Great. Can you hear me? Okay.
1: I can hear you loud and clear. Who are you thinking here today?
5: I want to thank my stepdad, Royal Kent Walker. He was in the army. He served in Vietnam and he actually had lots of, um, from his, that he suffered from his whole life. And, um, so I ran 8.1 miles from my house to the Veterans Cemetery today to see his grave. And I want to give a shout out to my nephews, Dallas Walker and James Walker, who serve in the military, the Air Force and the Army as well. And we, he was a helicopter. My stepdad was a helicopter pilot in Vietnam. And then we lived in Iran when he worked for Bill Helicopter for a few years. And I always um, appreciated America and having lived overseas as a young child and living under martial law. It has helped me understand, you know, that things can always get better again. And like we're living in 2020, things will get better again, just like things got better again when I was a child. So I appreciate my life experiences because of my stepdad and everyone that serves in the military.
1: Outstanding. Shannon, thank you so much for that, uh, and thank you for the service of your family. We're going to take a break right now. All again throughout the number it's 801-575-8255. In the next segment we're going to continue this theme. John, Nancy on the line. Anyone else on hold? Stick around, you'll have your chance next. Also, we'll get to the text messages. Uh plenty of thanks there to be shared. That's ahead on live mike on this Veterans Day here on KSL News Radio. For the remainder of this half hour, we are dedicating every minute to veterans. And the phone lines are wide open. We're going to get to some calls in just a moment. Uh, And from those callers, we will hear the thanks they have to share with either the veterans in their lives or uh, veterans generally. I also uh, have a collection of text messages here sent in from listeners offering thanks to the veterans in their life. Uh, Let me read a few of those here. Uh, First off, I want to give a shout out to my grandpa, Pete Wood, who passed away this last weekend. He was in the Air Force and was one of my heroes. Uh, Next, very simply, thanks for everyone serving. Uh, Next up here, one, it it reads, My dad, a Marine on Iwo Jima, watched the flag raising February 1945. I would, you know, you have those hypothetical conversations with your friends sometimes, if you could... Uh, You know, go in a time machine and visit any event or place in history uh, to be there on Mount Sarabachi and see the flag raised on that day uh, would be one of mine. I'd like to visit that. There is a book recommendation I have for you uh, written about 20 years ago by James Bradley, a book called Flags of Our Fathers. And what the book does there is it goes through and gives essentially a biography of each of uh, the six members of the military there, Uh, most of them Marines, one a Navy corpsman. Uh, raising the flag referenced there in that text. Now, here's something interesting about this book, and I won't spend too much time on this, but uh, James Bradley, the author, he is the son of John Bradley. And up until very recently, uh, John Bradley was believed to be one of the men uh, hoisting up the flag there on Iwo Jima. Uh, But uh, some relatively recent uh, investigations have shown that, uh, in fact, it was a different gentleman. Uh, Anyway, just a a trivial fact there, but the book Flags of Our Fathers uh, gives the events of that day and shares the stories of the men who raised that flag. Flags of Our Fathers by James Bradley. That's my recommendation. Back to the text lines. Uh, Here, this one reads, My name is Steve. I'm on my way right now to the veteran's home in Ogden where my father is a resident. He was a veteran in the Air Force in World War II and also the Korean War. He turned 96 yesterday, and I am so proud to say he's my dad. I also have a daughter who served in the U.S. Navy for nine years as a corpsman. Uh, next up here, uh, thank you for your service, James Michael Johnson, and your sons, Brett, Russ, James, and Jerry, uh, all in the Utah National Guard. Uh, next, my veteran dad, William Black. Thanks so much. Another, thanks for your service, Lynn Taylor. Here's one. Lee, I'd like to give a shout out to David Romrell, former Marine and the South Salt Lake police officer that was killed in the line of duty almost two years ago. We miss and love you, David. Thanks, Mike. We'll get back to the phones now. Uh, again, what we're doing here is uh, just letting you have an opportunity to share your thanks with the veterans in your life, expressing uh, you know any of the gratitude that you feel. Uh, next on the line is John calling from Bluffdale. Yes, Lee, can you hear me? John, I can hear you loud and clear. Who would you like to give thanks to here today?
4: Three people in my life. Number one, my uncle served in the Army during World War II. My brother-in-law served in the Army under Korea. My cousin served in the Army during Vietnam. And I had an experience myself from June 2015 to December 2016 in serving 18 months on federal grand jury duty here in Salt Lake City. It was quite an experience. The thing that I learned, there's nothing like America. Our courts look at all angles in cases to be fair with people. Uh, Thank the Lord for the United States of America.
1: Amen, John. Thank you so much. Uh, Excellent sentiment expressed there. Thank you. Uh, Now, Nancy from uh, Orem. You have a veteran in your family that uh, dates back a few years. Nancy, uh, to whom would you like to give thanks today?
6: Okay. Well, first I'd like to start with my dad, uh, Garfield Marshall Pomeroy, who was an Army Air Force pilot in World War II. My brother served 22 years in both the Air Force and the Army combined. My cousin did eight tours of duty in Vietnam. And then I have an uncle on Pearl Harbor. And then our great-great-great-great-grandfather, Seth Pomeroy, was the first brigadier general appointed by the First Continental Congress during the Revolutionary War by General George Washington.
1: Uh, amazing. How did you come to learn that? Was that something that your family has known <laughs> for some time, or was there a genealogist in the family that discovered this? Yeah.
6: My brother, who was in the military, was a genealogist, and he found it. And then I've been going back online to look at you know the different... Uh, things that happened there and he was actually older you know when he got the commission and he actually turned it down and he was still fighting at you know age 71 but there's a wonderful um website that's got his whole story a person who did a presentation on it in 2013 and he was just remarkable like most men of that era Uh,
1: nancy did you your brother ever bring up the society of the cincinnati does that sound familiar at all
6: no, uh, the stuff that a lot of it comes through a society in Massachusetts, and you know, sons of the American Revolution.
1: Sure, yeah. The in Washington D.C. there is a place called the Society of the Cincinnati, and it is for uh, direct descendants of uh, of Revolutionary War officers. Uh, absolutely mm-hmm. fascinating, and uh, and I look forward to uh, g- g- give me the name of that great uh, great grandfather of yours again. I'm going <coughs> to do some reading. Seth,
6: yeah, Seth S. E. T. H. Pomeroy, and it's. P is in Paul. O M is a Mary. E R O
1: Y. All right, uh, I'm gonna have to look him up here today. Nancy, thank you so much. Thank you for listening. And thank you for calling in.
6: And thank you to America. Yeah, thanks.
1: Bye, bye. Uh, Melissa, next from Springfield, calls in. Melissa, how are you? Okay, uh, Nancy. Then from Syracuse, now Nancy, how are you? Fine. Uh, the, the the time is yours. Share the the thanks with whom you will.
7: Okay. Thank you. Um, I would like to. Thank my father in law. He served uh, during World War II. Um, my father was in the Air Force and served during the uh, Korean War. He also worked on the Minuteman missile. And currently, my son is serving as he's doing something a little bit different. He's in the Army and he is serving as a medical entomologist. So, what he'll be doing is researching the insects that carry diseases. And so that can benefit not just the military directly, but America in general, as he studies more about how to control those diseases.
1: Absolutely. Fascinating. Uh, Tell me, of all those people that you listed, what's common among them? What's the the one trait that they all possess?
7: Probably, and this is... My father was probably the greatest example of of patriotism to me. Uh, Whenever he saw a flag he didn't, um, there was always a tear in his eye. He was always so grateful for his, his country, his love of his country. And I think, um, that my, I know that my son shares that same sentiment. He's very, he loves his country.
1: Outstanding. Uh, well, listen, thank you so much for your call. Thank you for listening. And my thanks to all those you listed, the veterans in your life. Thanks again. Uh, next we'll move on to uh, Sue calling from Provo. Sue, you on the line? Yes. Welcome to the program. Thanks so much for listening and calling in. To whom would you like to give thanks today on this Veterans Day?
7: Well,
0: I went to visit a 97-year-old World War II veteran this morning who lives by himself, and he didn't even know it was Veterans Day. And when I told him how much I appreciated his service and what he did for our country, a smile broke out, and you could just tell how much he appreciated just being appreciated. So to all those who so bravely put themselves in harm's way to serve our country and protect our freedoms, a big, heartfelt thank you.
1: Outstanding. Uh, Thank you so much for that. Uh, Last up on the phone will be uh, Jason calling from Hill Air Force Base. Jason, how are you? I'm good. How are you today? Good 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 to talk to you again. Uh, Tell me, who who would you like to give thanks to here on this Veterans Day?
2: Well, you know, the list is way too long of people at uh, such my life that are in the military. And most specifically, I just want to, and I know he can't hear us right now, but the gentleman is standing on the overpass at 2100 North and 215, standing there all day, getting snowed on, blowed on. And he's just been standing at attention all day. I've passed him like four times today. And I, I just want to thank him. I know he can't hear, but hopefully somebody can get it to him. that His efforts are much appreciated.
1: Yeah. Uh, outstanding, Jason. Thank you so much for that, uh, and thanks for calling in. Uh, last up, I, I was remiss. I, I skipped Tiffany from Taylorsville. Tiffany, uh, you'll be you'll get the last word here today. How are you?
7: Oh, good. I'm glad. I was wondering. No, was we got we got
1: you. We got gotcha, you. Gotcha. Uh, <laughs> tell me, to, to whom do you give thanks here on this Veterans Day?
0: So there's a certain set of veterans that over the years I've. It's the Vietnam vet who I've come to. My grandpa was a Vietnam vet. I never knew anything about it. He wouldn't talk about it. But just a few years ago, he came to my kid's school for a Veterans Day program. And it's the first time I ever heard him talk about the war or that he was a vet at all. Wow. And it was it was really saddening that he felt that way. And he's not the only Vietnam vet I've come across. I came across another a dignitary um with that at at my kids' school um, for Veterans Day and he it, he said you know uh it's been four years since I've identified myself as a vet so whether they serve stateside or they serve um over in Vietnam so many of them went so many years without even acknowledging that they themselves were vets and I just want to make sure that all of them know that thank you for what you've done and that you are a veteran and you should be proud of that. Mm-hmm. And at my the one that my grandpa came to, that first one, there was a, um, a report that the kids had to write. And one of them got picked, and it was a girl whose mom is Vietnamese and with a little girl there in Vietnam. And she had wrote her paper about what her mom taught her, was how grateful she was to those soldiers, those American soldiers that were there, because it allowed her to come to this country and be able to have her daughter here. And that meant so much to my grandpa and it started the healing process so many decades later.
1: Tiffany, thank you so much for this phone call and this conversation and the expression of gratitude that you have shared. This is Veterans Day. Take advantage of the technology you have before you. COVID has messed up this day, but let's not let it mess up the gratitude we express to the veterans in our lives. Send a text, make a phone call, try the video chat, whatever is within your capability. Reach out to a veteran. Express thanks today. We're going to take a break right now. When we return, it's the 22nd Amendment. Why do we have it? And why is it relevant today? That's next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.
2: I'm Dave Cawley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains.